0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, as the NHS is plunged into chaos of self-harm and jeopardy, there's a bigger question that emerges. A question bigger than a quarter of a million hapless people seeing their appointments cancelled and dumped into a no-man's land of waiting? Well, probably not. Not if you have to be, if you have the misfortune to be one of them, but there is certainly a bigger question emerging around the future of organised labour. The loss of value in your wage packet is a problem, not just for the NHS, but for a lot of other professions, teachers, civil servants, fire service and so on. For workers to claim they are on strike for pay restoration, stretching back over 10 years, says something about industrial relations, the value we put on work and the quality of worker representation. All of them can claim to have been poorly served by inflation, the government, and significantly, their trade unions. However, it's not universally true that workers have fared badly. Train drivers' pay has risen by around 62% in recent years, more than double the rate of inflation over the same period. And an average train driver's salary has increased by 34% since 2012. It means the average salary for a train driver is now well over £60,000, up from just under 45,010 years ago. How have the railway unions achieved these astonishing increases when healthcare professionals have been left so far behind? Well, these improvements are not all the result of strike action. A lot has been achieved for railway workers by very smart union representation, guile, ingenuity, and canniness. It would be easy to turn the spotlight on the government, and to an extent that's right. After all, there's never been a Chancellor of the Exchequer who will spend a penny if a halfpenny will do. However, shining a light on the ability of trade unions and their influence doesn't give us a great picture either. There, there has unarguably been a diminution of trade union influence. There's been a profound drop in union density from around 55% of the workforce in the late 1970s to around 23% in 2022. Legislation following the miners' strike made industrial action more difficult. Changes in the labour market, the decline in the big industries, remote working and the gig economy have fragmented the labour market and made it more difficult for the unions to get traction. The consequence of all that has meant that the government has not been obliged to connect with the unions in the way that it might have done. Emboldened by the damage strikers are causing to the NHS, transport and schools, the government is now embarking on more restrictive legislation to make it even more difficult for unions to strike, and they are powerless to oppose it. Turning to the health unions, before Lansley's reforms, quarterly and in some cases monthly meetings between unions and the organisations such as the Confed and others were a permanent feature in the diary. La La left it to the employers to make the connections, knowing full well trusts and others had no control over rates of pay or conditions. So, we're left with a situation where organised labour is largely in a vacuum, driving an even quicker call for strike action, even at the risk of antagonising the public, which will play well for the government. The question is, what happens next? Labour have all but turned their back on union routes, Charmer won't be seen anywhere near a picket line for fear of antagonising the middle-class vote, and the Conservatives are happy for unions to strike and invoke resonances of the bad old days. What happens next? Well, if the RCN refuse the deal, and they're likely to, the junior doctors stay on strike, and they're likely to, what's next? Public opinion will be pivotal. In 2016, public opinion regarded the juniors' doctors' strike as divided, YouGov poll in April 2016 found that 57% of the public supported the strike, and an Ipsos-Murray poll in the same month found that only 26% supported the strike. YouGov are telling us now that junior doctors enjoy narrow public support, but after four days and some predictably bad headlines, what did the junior doctors do for Encore? What about the government? Emergency legislation, a snap election, more people dying waiting. We're left with a question. What's next?